Hi guys, this is Joel and Mitra. And before you listen to today's episode, we just wanted to record a little message and let you know that this episode um, was banked. It was recorded in May um, before sort of we were living through the defining civil rights moment of our time. Yeah, and we just wanted to, first of all, give you that disclaimer, but still put the episode out because I know that um, we've gotten some very nice messages from people just saying that this is a show that allows them to decompress and relax. And since we have this banked episode, we want to put it out. Um, but we also just wanted to let you know that for the time being, um, we will be taking a little break. Yeah, just a little hiatus. And it's not, um, listen, we, and this is not an intrinsic judgment of anyone else who is continuing to do their podcast. We just feel because our podcast tonally is so much about making light of, you know, your problems that you call and, and email us. And it's um, that sort of energy is just not something that Mitra and I right now feel prepared to bring to the table. Yes. And we we really, really, really love doing the podcast and we really love your questions and your involvement and it's been such a source of joy to us and we really want to come back to doing it we just want to do it when it feels more appropriate to do so so yeah. when it when it matches the current moment we plan yeah. to return and yeah so th- this is not a a forever goodbye this is just going to be um for a little while and we will be back and in the meantime you know we just encourage everybody to stay activated and stay um, you know, um, involved. Um, there are elections coming up. If you're, you know, there are protests happening every day. There are things you can be reading. I specifically wanted to say, if you are looking for something to read, I really, really, really highly recommend How Do We Change America by Kianga Yamada Taylor in The New Yorker. It came out on June 8th. Um, use your free New Yorker articles <laughs> to read that. It's a really great <laughs> primer. Um, there's a lot of historical context um, and a lot of current context. And I think it's a really, really incredible read. And um, yeah. And I just want to also uh, just encourage everybody to look into their local elections and look into your, you know, your city council, whoever, see see who's running and see who supports Black Lives Matter and support them and keep donating and keep calling and emailing. It's working and we should stay motivated. Yeah. So thanks for listening. We love you guys and we will talk to you all very soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this is urgent care. Urgent care. Thoughts? Um, I loved it. I love a good mashup. How Ryan Murphy of us. How Glee in its prime. Oh my god. You're very Rachel Berry, and I'm very much the Asian girl they did not give a personality in. Jenna Ushkowitz. Waitress the musical. Um, love to. 
love to oh, be God. on a podcast talking about musical theater, which is, of course, the main thing we do here at Urgent Care. If you're just tuning in for the very first time, this is a mashup podcast where um, <laughs> two glorious voices uh, sit and improvise mashups for an hour. And the twist, neither of us can sing. <laughs> I one time had an audition and Jenna Ushkowitz was in the waiting room and I oh, was wow. so starstruck and I couldn't say anything to her because she just I have been because she, she was on Glee and then I think she was also in Spring Awakening. Am I making that up? Yes, and like a later, she was. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I and I knew that better at that time than I do right now. And I remember really sitting there and being like, I can't believe that I'm in the same room as Jenna Ushkowitz. Like this is I've like I fucking made it. And how, did, how did the audition go? Bad. <laughs> uh, whatever it is didn't happen. So. Exactly. While you're, that's why you're sitting here recording a podcast, which is of course called Urgent Care. And my name is Joel Kim Booster. My name is Misha Johari. And the whole point, I was goofing earlier. We don't do mashups. I mean, we do do mashups. It is a part of the podcast. To be fair, say. this is this is for for it not being a song, a music related show. There is a lot, a lot of, of singing. singing, but and primarily no one has ever what we do encouraged it is uh, we take calls and we take emails of people desperate, begging for our advice, and mm-hmm. we help them. And yeah. well. We try to help them. I mean, we we give advice and yes. whether we help them or not is really um, it's up to them. It's up to them because because, you know, they might hear our advice and the advice might be so bad that it might mm-hmm. push them in a healthy direction. Exactly. Or it might be so good that it pushes them in right. a healthy direction. But either way, we are consistently objectively doing good. <laughs> yeah, it's a wake up call no matter what. Um, in some <laughs> way, shape, or form. Now, Mitra, how the hell are you? Um, well, I sort of iconically had another horrible week. Oh, um, no. it's, it's just been a really bad year. Um, and, but the, the, <laughs> the past month especially has been very difficult and draining. But I will say, um, the past couple of days were a bit of a bright spot. Um, oh, good. My, my roommate, Patty, and a couple other friends really made me feel very taken care of. And nice. I really, I think, you know, this year for me has been, you know, it's been so horrible for everyone, but it has been an exercise in asking for help and letting people know when I am just not when I don't have the bandwidth or when I feel really, really bad or something. And um, my friends have been so great. Like this week in particular, I was really like, I feel like absolute dog shit. I can't do anything. And Patty cleaned our house and got me lunch yesterday. Oh. And like my friend sent me books. Like it was just like such a nice. Wow. Sweet, and what did I do? I was I was literally about to say. I, oh, and I, I ruined I, it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, you, we're just very in. We're very in tune. But um, Joel and I got on a fake in a fake fight over email, and Joel sent me a video of himself singing with the ukulele, and I'll never share it with anyone in the world. Exactly. And it made me cry. <laughs> oh, stop! It was just so sweet. I really and and I wasn't expecting it at all. Even though we had talked about it, like enough time had passed that I was like, well, clearly we forget everything. Yeah. As soon as we say it exactly um but when you when i got hit with that ukulele video i simp i was simply moved <laughs> and oh. it was so sweet um and yeah, that so- is my ashtray to you that is my <laughs> it is yeah. that is that is a love language yeah 
For sure. And it's one that works particularly well with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know how to get you to cry a little get bit. Get in my fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> I need. I know how to make your vagina weep. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, I never oh, said God. where I cried from. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Um, I would say this week I am at a four mm-hmm. out of twenty. Uh, <laughs> it's wow. bad. It a is a down. Tw- the twist. Yeah, it's been. It has been a. I would say my decline has been slow. I I would say yours has yours have been sort of waves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say mine. I started like okay and it's just been a slow downhill climb and i and i realized i was like talking to my therapist about it and i was like trying to figure it out because i don't struggle with depression wildly i i struggle with like mania and anxiety and some other things um but i'm not a person who's like depressed in bed can't do anything and i was like describing how i was feeling to my therapist and she was like oh you're depressed and i was like what um, why ever for? Um, <laughs> and I think that's what I'm sort of struggling with now is I've, I've run out of things to keep myself busy and, um, this podcast aside and, um, I'm just, I'm losing it a little bit. And I found out yesterday that I have like a couple friends who have just like fully been going to orgies this entire time. Like have never, have never even bothered with social isolation. And like, I was so mad mostly cause I was just like, jealous like you know and you know I love I love anything that gives me sort of the moral high ground which (laughs) self-isolation sort of does in this case and like Mm -hmm. they just don't care though and I'm like it's summer out and like summer is a big time for group sex for me and so to have that sort of yanked away I know that people are losing much more important things in their lives that we as we've stressed over and over again at the top of every single episode we've recorded in quarantine <laughs> but just to set that aside I um I I miss my old life and I'm sad but not a whole lot else to do about it but wait it out you know yeah it's so hard to like it, it it was definitely easier when it felt like everybody was kind of on the same page. Yes. And now that there's different waves of people sort of going out into the world, it's like, I, so I've I'm lost, just going to stay here. I, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go to a fucking orgy, but like I have sort of lost um, sight of what is correct anymore because there are so many different versions of correct yes, that well, I don't really understand what I should and shouldn't be doing anymore. Well, there was one day where there were two articles from the LA Times on the same day, and I don't remember the exact quotes, but one was basically saying like, um, we're good, like things are getting better, we're good to go. And one was like, this is the worst week in a long time. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> and this was like next to each other. And it was, it was so like even if you're putting all of your effort or or a lot of effort into finding the information that would give you like the a reliable or or at least like a well-informed opinion it's it's just not available so that's what's so hard and it's like so you can't and and then it's like oh great so i can't even like lord being right over people because they're gonna find a fucking headline that supports their thesis well and i think like you and i both err on the side of like caution staying home which is like the least fun option and like Mm -hmm. it is it has just been difficult because now I don't even you're right I don't even know if I have the moral high I mean I know I have the moral high ground over the people going to orgies in Laguna but um beyond that and the orgy in Newport that I missed I'm so sorry I mean 
to miss an orgy in Newport Beach, I'm not actually sad about that. That's a sad. This is like I'm more sad that I had to say the sentence um, than anything else. <laughs> the but real tragedy of the real of tragedy this time. of saying <laughs> the orgy in Newport Beach. Um, <laughs> Brent Runner for title of that. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's jump in. We've got an update. And actually, this update did perk me up a little bit, Mitra. Do you want to read it? I would love. <laughs> I can't express how much I'd love to read it. Okay. Hi, Mitra and Joel. A real <laughs> a rebalancing of the scale. <laughs> the, the, the weight of that is really... Oh, the weight of the scales. Ha ha. Um, ha ha. Oh, ha ha. God, I cry. <laughs> this is hardly an update, but I did want to say, as of about a month ago... A little before I sent my email, I have begun to go to therapy. And in this time of Corona, the, that there is really only one place from which I could be meeting with a therapist right now. Insert Mitra's wonderfully sarcastic BetterHelp ad break here. <laughs> Thank you for the referral. Ha ha. And I just want to say I was not being sarcastic. I just am really, really bad at reading copy. Like, mm-hmm. I actually, out of all of the things that we've promoted, I'm probably the most enthusiastic about BetterHelp because I know people who use it and they love it and it helps them. <laughs> and I'm very pro therapy. So the fact that I couldn't even pull it out for something that I believe in uh, yeah. is a true testament to the lack of ability that I have. Yeah, every um, single time we hawk like natural deodorant, she is being sarcastic. But better help. You should know she's being real. Well, the, the, well, here's the here's the sad thing: the natural deodorant that we hawked, I use, and I. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I was wrong. I actually, I I even can't pinpoint when you're being sarcastic and being real. Well, the problem is that like advertising really works on me, and <laughs> uh, like I am sheeple, and whatever people say I'm... is good, I think is good. So <laughs> anyway, back to the update. Um, so she's using BetterHelp. Um. But of course, therapy with a licensed professional could n- never replace the spot urgent care takes up in my life. And I will replay this episode many, many more times. This is not so much an update as really just a fan letter, I guess. Really just to say thank you so much for the bright spot in my w- week, month even. And I very much appreci- appreciate your voice and opinions on dicks. And we'll look more into online communities and message boards and hopefully work on untangling everything else. In any case, hope you both doing what you both are doing as well as possible right now, mentally and physically. Take care. Much love, the Gray Baroness. Love this name. First person ever to love a name that we gave them. <laughs> um, great. And then um, also, just I feel like we should remind people this is the person who emailed us uh, saying that she was, uh, that she repulsed didn't like looking dicks. at, repulsed by dicks and was uh, sort of separate but also related to that, like wondering if this made her asexual or if she yeah. was asexual. And I got to say, I'm glad that people are enjoying the podcast. And God bless you if you're listening to the podcast right now. I even find the act of listening to podcasts to be labor I cannot take on. <laughs> I was like going for a walk today and I was trying to listen to a podcast and I was like, I don't want to do this. Um, <laughs> so if you're listening to this podcast, any podcast, I say you can count that as a win personally for yourself in this time. Doing anything is hard. So um, we celebrate you. We appreciate you. We cherish you. um, And then if you want to take that an extra step by calling us, uh, (laughs) 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 um, you can do that at 323-334-0371 or email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. And don't forget to use BetterHelp. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) 
and we've lost a sponsor. We've lost another sponsor. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go jump on the horn with BetterHelp and try and smooth this out. Um, so we're gonna take a break really quick. But when we're back, we're gonna get to your calls and emails. Feature destroying everyone's eardrums. Um, and you get it back. And you get it back. back. <laughs> you get it back. <laughs> Sniper rifle <laughs> shoots me down. <laughs> um, incredible. Okay, well, we've got an email, and guess what? Bitch, I'm going to read it. Um, Thanks, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> the theme of this episode is bitch. 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 Hi, Joel and Mitra. I have something of a non-problem, but here we go. I recently started having Skype sex with a guy I met on one of those gay chat roulette websites. We exchanged emails and have been going back and forth over the past couple of days. It's really fun and has definitely made quarantine much more interesting. Anyways, his email address happened to include his full name, so obviously I Googled it, and it turns out he's sort of a mini celebrity in his area. Hint, local news. And it turns me on like nothing else. He's also a lot older than me, 54 versus 24, which is totally my thing. He lives on the other side of the country and we've entertained the idea of meeting up. And for now, it's pure fantasy. But I'm so desperately bored and unemployed in quarantine that I've strongly considered hopping a plane and seeing what happens just for the hell of it. So my question is, what do you think of traveling hundreds of miles to someone you just met online? Have you done it or would you ever? Considering his reputation in the area, he appears very sane and hot, which is the only reason why I've considered it. If he lived in the same state, I'd be there in a heartbeat. I've never done anything like this, so I'd rather, I'd like some perspective. Um, what are we going to call this person? Mini what celebrity. About, okay. Um, so we're talking about news, you know, news. so like yeah. the, I was thinking maybe the today ho. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's actually brilliant. The today ho. H-E-A-U-X. <laughs> the today ho. Um, I love that. I oh my really God. love that. Thank you. Um, yeah, kiss, so, of death, so. kiss of death. Kiss of death. So this person will die in seven days. Um, <laughs> probably traveling across the country to meet this man. Now, this is really exciting. I love, I'm going to scour every single um, local newsman in the age range of um, 50 oh, to 54. Local, um, local news celebrity. Like, that's why I wanted to do this email because I was like, I totally, I like, I so get why this would be so hot. Yes. I actually have, this is this is wild because I have friends, I have two separate friends who have hooked up with local news celebrities in different states while they've been on tour. Gay. Fuck. And I so I, I almost wonder if it's one, it's, it's this guy. So here's what I'm going to say in my, in my quarantine brain. This is what I'm going to say in my quarantine brain. Drive there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, literally I'm take like, a train um drive there and you're like rent a car use your own car drive there. Mm-hmm. sleep in the car like to me i totally you must figure out a way to get there but yeah. you must get there safely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't get sick on the way uh, this person is not worth getting sick but this person is worth going to this mm-hmm. is fun this is hot it will shake up your quarantine experience but do so in a way yeah. that um leaves you okay <laughs> and again we're speaking from a place of like neither mitra nor i really have a, a finger on the pulse of what's right or what's wrong anymore <laughs> and so Lost all perspective yeah literally sur- none you ask for another surrounded. perspective well <laughs> You came to two people without one. So yeah, I mean, no compass at this point. No North Star. I'm currently surrounded by, I would say, 1,000 post-it notes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do look like you're going through it. Um, it look, 
just from uh, an outside perspective on Zoom. Um, I, on the other hand, look stunning. So, but (laughs) we're both so titillated by this and we completely stand behind you and we actually want you to to see this through to the end. And in fact, you because he's a mini celebrity, I feel very safe about him doing this. I feel really safe about it. Because as we all know, if you're on the news, you can't be a part of the news and murder is a part of the news. Mm-hmm. So there's no, I mean, airtight logic. Am I right? Okay, here, and here's my other thing. It's just, um, I would, I would beg, beg you to make sure that, you, I guess you're, you're already seeing each other, right? Like you're yeah. jerking off in front of each other. Okay. Yeah. Great. Cause I was like, Oh my God, what if this, per-? it just occurred to me like, Oh my God, what if this person is getting catfish? But Again, um, sort of no brain right now. Um, <laughs> I support this. I need it to happen. I actually kind of support even flying there. If he's if he's wearing masks and gloves. I do. I support flying there. I think maybe the plane, if he wears a mask and gloves and is really careful. And like the planes are so empty now and they're being so carefully disinfected. Like a month ago, I would have said no. Or like even like a week into this, like obviously no. But I feel like no one's flying right now so maybe it's safer i'm team make a road trip it feels like the most in your control and the least contact yeah but i am no matter what um i need you to fuck a news person and then um update us if it happens yeah please please go and i hope i hope the up next update isn't like you're like well um i'm in jail uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I think that now the world is sort of turned upside down in a lot of different ways and and getting across the country sort of trains, planes, automobiles style to fuck a newsman is like actually deeply important for our mental health, for yours. It's sort of retro to me. Um, And for that reason, I really support it. Yeah. So on that <laughs> the note, the news is retro. The news is retro. So go after it and good night and good luck, sir. Okay, today, ho, we believe in you. <laughs> All right, now we have, wow, a full phone call. Dana. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Um, I am a new listener. This is the first time I've ever called into a podcast. I'm feeling very excited about it. Wow. But I am a 17 year old gay man. And for many years, for about three years, I would have casual hookups with men. And that's where I got a lot of my confidence in feeling validated about my body and about my sexuality. And then I realized that it's kind of destroying my life and my family's life. And so for the past one and a half years, I've been celibate. And I've been working on just trying to find my own inner confidence. And part of that is like letting my body hair grow and letting my body change and not having to upkeep this certain look. And now I'm at a point where I feel pretty confident, but I'd like to maybe try like shaving some areas of my body. And I want to know what you guys' thoughts are on kind of walking that line between loving yourself and not trying to make your physical form look better for like external reasons and also just trying to like just experiment with the way that you look i'd love to hear you guys thoughts love you both have a beautiful day wow okay a young girl um in the family sense that the only only i can say that a young girl (laughs) wants to shave um these young girls 
Um, let's see, hair, changing yourself. Hair, body mod. Body um, mod. Um, 17. Seven, 17 again. Um, <laughs> weirdly was going to say the same thing and felt too embarrassed to say it, so I'm glad you did. Um, destroying your family. Um, young confidence um let's see okay shaving um wow we really got it you got it so quickly i know i felt really good about that first one i know Um, and now hookups um um, a hairy situation (laughs) no i was gonna say harry and the uh um when Harry met blank. Um, <laughs> Harry. We have to cut some of this out. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, 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 something, something in the Harry Potter range, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm always thinking the boy who, <laughs> the boy who shaved. No, we, he deserves better than that. Um, um, Wingardium Levy no hair. <laughs> Wingardium Levy no hair. Well, it's a real hairy. There we go. I mean, two for two. Mitra's really hitting them out of the fucking ballpark. I, we just lost a new a new f- listener. Uh, I know. Sorry that uh, this is where we lost. I also you. love that he says this is the first time I've ever called into the podcast. A podcast. You're seventeen. Podcasts have been around for three years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> give yourself a break. Okay. Podcasts have been around for less time than you've been hooking up with men so um, (laughs) you don't have to here's the thing this feels like almost like you picked it as a drag on me um because my entire life revolves around modifying my body to feel better about myself so I feel like I'm not in a great position to give him advice because I am not sort of I wouldn't be living it but I'm kidding of course I feel great about myself I've stopped outsourcing my self-confidence to other people as I've said on the podcast before I think there is a fine line though between like is it going to make you happy or are you doing it specifically to make someone else happy and like those two things can align sometimes you know like mm-hmm. I want to look this way and it also so happens that there are other people who want me to look this way and yeah. so I think like it's finding like the right balance of those two things if that makes and, sense if and that's to that effect like I do think you know there are very few perks to quarantine but I mm-hmm. think you're in an amazing time to experiment with like different looks and different different yes. types of like body hair expression where it's like if you shave a certain part of your body and then you're like oh, this sucks it you're alone <laughs> it's, yeah. it's great you can like you can you can try some stuff and see what works for you well and what it sounds doesn't. like he was shaving his body i want to say to get to achieve a sort of like smooth twink look yeah um I gathered okay i was I just wasn't sure if you were familiar with like twink culture mitra okay honey i invented twink <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> um but like, I don't know, sometimes it's just so happens that the thing that turns other people on also turns you on and that's okay. And I agree that like now's the time. I don't know, like it also is sort of wild to me because like, 
I don't know. I've never really cared about hair either way. So personally, this is not my struggle. This is not my issue, but I would love... Hair is definitely my struggle for sure. And I know that I'm not... uh, I like I'm not a gay man, but I I you know I, as I found out like a couple weeks ago, but <laughs> um, but I I definitely can relate to that. Like like keep you know I think every like many people have that struggle where it's like, and I think like I've definitely been using quarantine as a time to grow areas out that I don't normally grow out and see if I care. I mean I'm somebody that is like head to toe blanket of hair so yeah. it's like i i really kind of like let my mustache go at the beginning of quarantine to be like what would happen if i didn't like deal with this and then i was like you know i actually um and- hate to look at this <laughs> <laughs> I, I i've i've added that back into my routine that i remove the stash but it's like okay like you know nobody actually notices the hair on my like hands or whatever like yeah. that's not something that like i have thought thought about anymore so it's like great i can remove that part of my life uh forever or at least for a while well and i'm trying to figure out like a good analog because like what the way that i've managed to sort of um not go oh, crazy um in the gym in a way that's unhealthy is again i've said this before is like not focusing on my weight and not focusing on aesthetics but really focusing on like um, you know, my lifts getting, uh, getting stronger and like concrete sort of things. And I don't really know if there's an analog with that and body hair, um, shaving. I mean, yeah, but... I think it's sort of just trial and error. And like, that's the, that's an exciting thing about quarantine is like, you can really just let things go and see how you feel or shave it off. And then if you don't like it, like you're not really out in public. So, and you might be like sexting or whatever, or, like sending photos to people, but it, uh, or taking, you know, whatever it is, but like, you can always not do that for a yeah. week while your hair grows back. And I would, I, I guess my other thing too, with the age stuff is that like, I know so many guys, like you were going to go through so many periods of what you will want to look like that babe, if you want to shave your hair off, right now and part of it is because of guys like go ahead you're 17 like I guarantee you that you that there will be so many different waves of guys that you'll be interested in that and trends will change and everything will change like you're alone in your fucking house so I'm assuming with your parents like go ahead and rip those pubes right off your body for yourself (laughs) that's what I I say and I think like it's it's just you're not gonna like solve your body during the next like Mm-mm. month of your life. You're like it's Mm-mm. a lifelong thing, so you just have to figure out what makes sense to you right now. And I guarantee, like every photo that I see of myself from like more than three months ago, I'm like, what was I thinking? And then, <laughs> like, and and but I but I look and I go, oh, whatever. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. So figure out what makes sense to you right now and enjoy the fact that you're doing it in pretty much. Anonymity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do it for you. I get, you know, it's weird. I've been getting a lot more DMs lately about people who, um, usually from older men who hate my tattoos, who like openly tell me whenever my tattoo is in a picture, they're like, don't get any more of those. You're ruining your body. What the hell? Isn't that, isn't that bizarre? And it's like, one, that's one of those things that's the, like the closest analog for me where I'm like, no, I'm going to do this because I want to do this. And it's just so happens that there are guys who are really into tattoos. But yeah. that's not the primary focus. So maybe that's your hair, you know? Think about it that way. Anyways, Mitra, we got an email and we got to get, we got to read it. Okay. I, I, I will do it. Uh, <laughs> if you'll stop yelling at me, I'll fucking do Mitra, it. Mitra, <laughs> you have one job. 
one job and it's be really good at reading hi joel and mitra mitra and joel ouch jumping right into the situation a few weeks ago this former intern 20 where i 25 work asked for a call to discuss some professional advice i had noticed he was cute nice and gay before but i had not thought any more of it because he was an intern where i work Anyway, he isn't an intern here anymore and has no real interest in coming back to the same place of business. But at the end of this call, we seem to have a moment. I saw him on Tinder yesterday and I swiped right, noticing, wondering if I had actually noticed something. He had already swiped right on me. Ooh, it feels since, good. Since then, we've been having the best text conversations and are definitely into each other and have already made plans for a makeshift date. But I'm wondering if this is all fruit off the poisonous tree. Is it weird to go on a date with someone when there used to be this weird power dynamic even if the reason for that dynamic has gone away thanks for the help and love you both equally okay i just want to say really quickly um i did not choose the order this week mitra did and mitra is obsessed with gay people <laughs> just can't get enough of gay people i know we, i would have really... i would have if i were doing this i would have self-consciously been like no i should throw in some straight people for mitra to help um <laughs> but <laughs> because yeah, really... famously i can only help the gay people and you can only help the straight people well, that's how ultimately... our dynamic sort of works Ultimately, I think it's possible that the next the next one is a gay person too. And wow, the, you're I think obsessed the last with one gay is not people. a gay person. You're a, <laughs> what, you're like what we call a fruit fly, okay? Because <laughs> there's rot. We've got this rotting piece of fruit on the table, this rotted banana in front of us that we haven't even named yet. And sorry. there you are, buzz, buzz, buzzing around. Sorry that your internalized homophobia is on such <laughs> rampant display today. <laughs> okay. Um, so this guy, professional advice, there's an intern involved. The in, um, in, term, term, in Tim, in Tim. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you're going to get what you want from that. Intern. <laughs> Enter um, him. Mm, professional advice. The fruit off the poisonous tree. But oh, the, I love that. I love that that phrase. And we mm -hmm. called you a fruit fly for picking it because he's a rotten banana. Mm -hmm. So, what's a, a poison fruit off the poisonous tree? A little poison worm. A little. Po <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. Sorry, I don't know. Well, <laughs> me just stop looking at me like fruit off the poisonous tree is like this person is like begging for us to do like an Adam and Steve. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, begging. a little bit. He is. He is begging. Should we just give it to him? I guess. I mean, I you know, I we're not gonna think of something better. No, and certainly <laughs> not in the time allotted. So, um, I already said a little poisonous worm, which is obviously way worse and, and humiliating to me as a creative. So Adam and Steve it is. Um, <laughs> is what we're going. And I think we can succinctly say, um, no, this is fine. Yeah. I think like you're if if this person is not looking to re-enter the field, then I think go for it. Like I, I think the the only weird thing is if you are like because I I've said before on this show that I I do think like where you start is important. And I think the the fact that time has passed and this person initiated and this person is not seeking to return to the field and like particularly the company that you work at is great. Like, yeah. and I also think if you 
if this is a nagging thing for you, you are more than welcome to bring it up in conversation. Like, I think... I think it's really helpful with fears like this to be like, hey, this is something that I flag and I I just want to put it out there that I'm thinking about this. And clearly this person is okay with it. I think but I think you're touching on something really important, which is like even in this small age gap, which I don't think 20 and 25 is weird by any means, but there's Mm -hmm. definitely some life experience. I think I think you're right to have some caution about how you approach this. And like, you know, I think Dan Savage calls it like the the campsite rule where you want to leave someone, you know, you want to leave the campsite better off than you found it, basically, which is is sort of his way of talking about these sorts of relationships where it's like there's a younger person, not only younger person, but someone who was under you Mm -hmm. you had authority over and so like I think caution is is definitely warranted and that's why you wrote into us but I don't think on paper what we're seeing in terms of the context you've given us this is gonna this is wrong it seems like you're taking the the, the necessary precautions and I think checking in with him every now and again is probably gonna be your best um the best way to handle this moving forward yeah I think you know if it it's good for both of you if you talk about it. Like there's I don't think there's any harm because you both know that he used to be an intern at your company. Like it's not like there is any secrets or surprises or anything like that. Yeah. So I think if if I were in your position, I would and and it seems like you feel similarly where it's like if you're having this nagging feeling of like is this wrong, just say something and be like, yeah. "Hey, like I know that you used to work here, like this is where I'm coming from, like can we just talk about it?" And then Keep going. I got really emotional listening to this email because I just know that the, I just know that they're gonna get married. I just like know that it's you maniac. No, no, no. And I'm really serious though because like I just like was imagining them sitting in bed like texting on Tinder and how good that must have felt. Like <sighs> how good it must have felt when they're right. And like I know that they're gonna get married. I just know it. And I know that we're gonna officiate in tandem. If, if you guys. If you guys get married, let us officiate. I, and I, I promise really we'll be, happen. We, I think we would do a really good job. Like reading, hearing you read this email was like a weighted blanket on my body because it just like reminded me of what life used to be. <laughs> it's, it is like just that feeling of like, oh my God, I was right. There's a vibe. Like, yes, like, it's oh so nice. It's <laughs> so nice. <laughs> um, wow, I'm giddy I'm, for that. That's that is hot. I'm literally gonna cry. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think um, now I need to go and compose myself and start thinking about my speech, my toast <laughs> at your wedding. Clink, 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 clink. So we're gonna clink, take clink, a quick clink. break. Um, but when we're back, we've got a couple more calls and emails to get through. Anyways, here we go. And we're back. We're back. Mitra, we are back. That was Aren't beautiful. you excited? Mitra, how excited are you to, that we're back? Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, since the last time I looked at you, I noticed more post-it notes. Um, I, did I, re- I did shift the angle of the computer and now you can oh really my see God. that my, my window was, is covered. It was it was such a comical beat because I literally looked down and I looked up again and there were literally as easily twice as many post notes <laughs> yeah. everywhere on the walls. Um, it's really bad. I'm I concerned. Need, um, I yeah, I need help. <laughs> you do. You de- you need a lot of of help. Um. So Dana, please, please Dana, please Dana, play the call. I love the podcast. Uh, enjoy. Uh, the banter back and forth on how to fix people's lives. 
and I think you can probably help mine, but I'm kind of struggling. Staying aroused at the last couple of uh, weeks with this whole coronavirus situation. I've been trying to uh, live back with my parents to try to help them out. And uh, a little incident happened where I am probably about 20 feet from the living room to my bedroom, and I was um, a little bit in the mood. And I recently bought my parents, uh, as a present, I bought them a smart television. And as I was, this is about roughly 2 o'clock in the morning, I was in the bedroom uh, watching pornography like apocalypse like apocalypse form. Like I just needed something to really get the edge off. And my mom, she has COPD and she has, you know, probably, I don't know, she struggles with sleep. And what happened was I was watching this pornography porn and uh, I, I must have accidentally hit the, sh the smart share feature on my phone and it shared the image of gay pornography on my parents' 50-inch television. And uh, <laughs> if you, let me tell you, it's not the, the, the sound of the screen that my mom originally gave. It was after probably about 20 seconds after she was telling me to get there. She made this scream, and then it was, uh, oh, like she sounded so shocked after something that came uh, on TV. So as soon as I ran, she saw my erection through my pants. And I have not been able to have an erection ever since because of that moan that she gave after the screaming. You guys helped me out. It would mean a lot. Thank you. Good night. And God bless. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't envy... Um, this person. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna suggest the name. So the mom has COPD. Mm -hmm. um, same. My mom also has COPD, and I think we should name him COPP. Oh, I <laughs> because his I like PP that. is having problems now. So COPP. <laughs> can I um, can I pitch? Can I pitch? But I, we're gonna go with yours. But I just want to say what I was thinking, yeah, which was no. the big oh no. <laughs> <laughs> And what is that? Is that in reference to the big O? Like orgasm. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was trying to come from watching porn. I get it. I get it. I get it. I just had to say it. Um, I'm glad but you We're did. doing yours. We're doing yours. I mean, we can do the big O. No. I, no, no. You, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, only if you think COPP is better. COPP. I, I love COPP. COPP. <laughs> Okay, um, so this is a this is a problem that goes sort of beyond the scope of what we can uh, <laughs> of what we can handle. Okay, because um, because there's so many problems, there's so many wrong moves here. Um, to uh, do, I want to know, like, does the mom understand that it was your porn that you were watching? Because you didn't definitely didn't need to tell her and don't need to confess that to her. Why right. did you run out before? tucking your erection into your waistband like we all do is beyond me. Mm -hmm. And also, how do you know that she saw? Did she tell you? Yeah. Did she tell you that she saw your erection? I think this is a problem that is sort of been created in your own mind. And in just the same way that you created the problem in your own mind, I think you can wipe it out in your own mind by reframing I, this. Yeah. And saying she didn't know it was my porn and she didn't see my erection. And also, you're, if you're, 
your mom has raised you so there's just probably been like eight million times that she has known that you are masturbating yeah well and also she's like fully wiped your pee pee before i just feel like your mom saw your erection and was like, that's the thing that I used to wipe shit off of because sometimes shit gets on your penis when you're a baby because you're a stupid little fucking baby and you don't know not to get shit on your dick. Roast of infants vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff Ross and welcome to the roast of infants. These little fuckers are just floating around in ambiotic fluid shitting in their mother's belly. Did you Sad. know that? Sad. <laughs> Shitting and pissing in mama's belly. And so she knows that that happened. She knows that at one point or another, you were shitting and pissing in her stomach. And so I feel like erection is like not even a big deal to her at this point. I think to me, there's if, it, if you talk about it, it will be worse. So yes. just um, let it fester inside of you for the rest of your life and don't have a conversation about it because there's no way it's going to feel good. And um, enjoy the rest of quarantine. <laughs> yeah, start start reading porn, buddy. Huh? How Watch about that? An, yeah. How about how about uh, d- don't hook up your phone to the TV? Yeah. What <laughs> what a fucking weirdo. There's no reason for you to do that. <laughs> Watch TV on your phone, two inches away from your face, like the rest of us. <laughs> um. Should Quibby we vibes. move on? Uh, Quibby vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Quick yes. bites energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sh- yes. I'm actually the I'm doing the theme song for Quibi. <laughs> yeah. Quick bites energy, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait to hear it. Um, trip on Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next voicemail before we hear the rest of the song. Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. I have been waiting to call you because I wanted something as ridiculous and trivial as this, and I finally found it. So I moved in with some guys in the middle of COVID, my boyfriend and two of our friends. Um, one of their girlfriends and I, were always, we always got along. She kind of just stopped talking to me um, a while ago. Uh, she's really shy, and I think it's just a lot for her to have everyone around all the time now. She doesn't live there. She's just over all the time. Um, But then I realized that she started using one of my mugs. And (laughs) I normally wouldn't care, but this mug was given to me by my mother uh, about eight years ago. And it's from our favorite designer, um, the Japanese-American printmaker. And I'm actually my second one because someone that I used to live with broke it. And she replaced it because she felt so bad because she knew how much it meant to me. And I looked it up, and it's discontinued, and this mug is now going for, like, 60-plus dollars on eBay. And, yeah, I just, how do I get her to stop using my mug without telling her to stop using my mug? Because she doesn't even talk to me. Um, but it really, really, really bugs me. And I also like to drink out of it. That's, it's not an option to just not. Okay, uh, bye. Love you guys. Hey, I love this. And you know, Um, this person really, really, really gets what we need on this podcast and what we love. Love to us. Um, Play on, play on, petty bitch. Um, (laughs) What now? What should we call her? It's a very mug centric. um, Mean mugger. (laughs) But she's not being. I think she's being reasonable. I know. Mugger. Uh, 
Um, but I mean, maybe that's it. I, I feel like we should talk it out a little bit more. Okay, so but what it, about and, and, um what about sort of like a Love Island like don't mug me off um she's mug, gonna be mugged off mugged off mugs yeah. bunny <laughs> mugs bunny I like that here's and here's why I love that is because they're always sort of like um like outsmarting each other and outrunning yes, each other and schemes stuff. schemes Scheme, scheming yes. Looney Tunes scheming hijinks so mugs bunny it That's is good. I love that. Um, I think that this solution is pretty e- simple, um, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I think she hides the mug in her room yes, in a special location must. and doesn't keep it in the kitchen at all. Yeah, and hide, it maybe, your, hide your shit in your room. Yeah, maybe get like a special shadow box or something that you put it in that it becomes like sort of art. And I know she wants to drink out of it as well, which she's already playing with fire. If it's mm-hmm. such a, a rare mug, to drink out of it seems like sort of like, okay, if you want to take this mug's life in your hands, then yeah. go ahead. But you're being, I think, a little, you're playing fast and loose with your own mug, which is your right as the it mug's right. owner. It's Ooh. not the girlfriend's right, however. It's living art. That. So you 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 do with it as you choose, but uh, just just know that if, you know, if it breaks, it's your fault and uh, we will we will come for you. But what is an alternative <laughs> to hiding it? Because here's the thing is I want to say that this is such an obvious solution that she must have thought about it. And there must be some problem with hiding it in her bedroom. Like maybe maybe it's a small room. I mean, we both remember New York apartments. There's a lot of places that you can set a mug that it will fall in her bedroom. So mm-hmm. what does she do in the absence of of in the in order to keep it in the kitchen. Like, maybe placing it away from the other mugs is enough, even. Like, Could you hide it in the kitchen? Like, Yeah, that's sort of what I'm saying, is, like, if she put it in a different shelf, like a different cabinet altogether, away from the other mugs, I think, like, you can slowly start to train this shy girl. Because shy girls, shy girls are like, um, they are like animals. They can be trained. And shy girls who steal <laughs> mugs... Um, they'll go just to the mug cabinet. That she's just, I don't even think she's thinking about the mug. I don't think she loves or has the attachment to the mug that you have. But this shy girl will go to the cabinet and once she sees that that mug's not there, I think she'll start to, she'll learn to use a different mug. So maybe move it to like the cereal cabinet or the pasta cabinet instead. Like something away from dishes in general, just so that it seems like everyone is aware that it's a special mug. I just, I also, I just want to put it out there. You could just say it's a special mug. Like, there's n- just no part of me that would assume mm. that any mug in publicly held space is sacred. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, far be it from us to suggest something that is actually practical and would solve the problem in a matter of seconds. But I think your other possible Well, yeah, option- I think, but the, the thing is, is how do you do that without seeming like a huge asshole? Because I, I don't know how you do that. So I think what we what we should do is just a full on role play, which is basically you be the shy shy girlfriend and I'll mm-hmm. be Mugs Bunny. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna be shy starting now. And you're and you're using my mug. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, do you love that mug? Yeah. It's a really special mug. Um. Oh, you. Uh, could you not? I'll. Oh. I'm I'm so sorry. It's oh. a really special mug. Did I just I? Oh. Do you do you understand that it's a special mug to me? Oh, um, yeah. I guess so. Um, I guess I'll just go back. Um, I'm I'm. I guess um, 
Yeah, I guess we'll, um, I'll never speak to you again, probably. Yeah, exactly. And see, this is the problem, <laughs> is that there's no way to say to her that it's a special mug without sounding so rude in the way that I just did. I feel and like I would, I would code it in like eight layers of like, look, I'm, I'm a stupid bitch. Look, Okay, well, I'm let's stupid. do, you, now I'll be shy. Okay, you be shy. Hey, shy. Um, hey. This is so dumb. Can I talk to you about something real quick? Um. Um, so Actually, I, I, I need to leave. I need to go to the other room. Okay. Before uh, you go to the other room, before you go to the other room, I just, um, um I actually, this, so no, 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 you're, I know you, okay. you're perfect. You're perfect. And, uh, I am bad. And I, so that mug that you're holding right now, get it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? Okay. So I see what you were going with that. I love that. Actually. I love couching it in. I'm psycho. I'm bad. I'm being crazy right now, but that mug is really important to me. Yes, and I would prefer to be the only one who uses it. Um, yeah. So, you know, sort of do the classic thing that, like, women are conditioned. Women are taught to at, do, yeah. In the, at, <laughs> but at this point, it is a strength to you mm -hmm. uh, because if you couch it in nine different things and, like, apologize a million times and then she still does it, she's crazy. Yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> and then you have to hide the mug. Yes. So weaponize um, what is already being done to you by and society. She, and and if she continues her. to use the mug after you've already asked her not to, what you do is you buy the $60 version of the mug on eBay. It mm. comes. You break it. You glue it back together with trick glue. You mm. set it in there. She picks it up. It breaks immediately in her hands and you freak out. Like... Uh, <laughs> Like you're on a, like you're one of the repertory players on Punked, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and you, you you fully demolish this girl in front of all your other roommates, and that I love that, and and that's like a weeks long project for quarantine too. I so think that's you're great. Yeah, you're you're sort of killing two shy girls with one mug. Um, <laughs> I think amazing. that's beautiful. So I hope help you helped. I think, we, I think we gave you nine different options. So if one of them doesn't work, you are the one yeah, who you're has the a problem. problem now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you guys, um, I think we did some really powerful work, some really transformative work, <laughs> even in the face of our own mental blocks this week. And yeah. um, I don't think that can be disputed. So what I'd like you to do is <laughs> just sort of hop on over to the review section of this. Give us five stars. Rate rate us five stars and then review us and, and tell us something beautiful that you learned from our podcast, this episode, one of the past episodes, but um, definitely do that because there are some rude comments on there and we'd like to wash those out. Um, <laughs> and they hurt and us. Of, we are not above being hurt by that. They us so, 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 so deep, even though we're both multimillionaires, very successful <laughs> on television. Um, a bad wow. iTunes review can, can you still imagine? send us into a spiral. So if I was a um, multimillionaire, no one would ever hear from me again. No. <laughs> No. Why would you ever want to see any of us again? Oh, Joel. Um, I did what I did what you asked me to do. <gasps> did I, you? I I didn't I didn't specifically do like the the weed to jerk off, but I I smoked a bunch of weed and then I just laid in bed and had a really really nice really chill night alone. Okay, and well, it was so really you didn't do what I asked you to do, Mitra. I just um, don't think I'm, I I feel that I probably won't hit a point where I feel comfortable talking about like, I mean, who knows? The goal of this podcast is to get me comfortable really, really going in on like admitting to the group that like how I masturbated and the way that I masturbated. Yeah, <laughs> you're lame. Yeah, for sure. My lame. Admitting to the group. Um, I, um, I did send you the ukulele song. I didn't. Uh, that was what I was supposed to do, right? I, no, I was supposed to write something down. 
Well, the idea was if you if you find yourself in a hole, you write yourself some nice things about yourself. But I actually did think to do that last night and I could not bring myself to do it. Isn't that I wild? understand? Maybe here, here's here's the assignment for this week is when you do it, make yourself just write one. Okay. One nice thing. I'll write one nice thing about myself this week. And then if you can um, do more, do more. The, okay. Like if you hit if you hit if you hit five. Amazing. Great. But if you can if you can just do one, do one. That's my that's my request. Um and your assignment is I want you to um get even more stone than you were last week mm-hmm. and do something um sort of what what masturbation is to me um but for you which is <laughs> I want you to just waste a bunch of clay. Um just waste I, I don't know if you've spun anything while stone but just see like get a good sativa and see what comes of it. And I then, love that. I might do that tonight. Yeah, I think that's an amazing idea because sometimes some some of my best tweets, any of any other creative work ever come out of being stoned? No, but some of my greatest tweets have come out of being <laughs> stoned. So maybe it can work for you in pottery. But you got to go. We got to get Mitra out of here. She's got to scoot, scoot, scoot away. And so with that, <laughs> we're going to leave you on an inspirational song. Oh, but before that, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Ryan. Thank oh, yeah. You, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Colin, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, July. Thank you, July. Thank you, Colin. Thank you to everyone who's listened. Thank we you, Joel. Were, I mean, the song was sort of going to be a thank you because it was going to be... Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this the song was, was going to be, um, of course an inspirational song as a gift to them. We haven't <laughs> sung one, we haven't sung one in a long time at the end yeah. of the podcast. And um, that song is going to be... He was a boy. She was, was a girl. Can I make it, it anywhere obvious? obvious? He was he a punk. She did ballet. <gasps> what more can, can I say? I say? <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>